by the switch. <laughs> I have a logistical considerations before we start. That there's gonna be a change of time in about three weeks, I think in Europe. And so I would propose to move the start time uh, an hour earlier, which it, then it's the same time for America and Brazil, I think. So it'd be starting at 7 p.m. German, Polish, Romania time, and that would still be 7 a.m. in New Zealand. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So I'll send a message, but yeah, it's happening in three weeks, so you can you can arrange your calendar if needed. You start taking melatonin. No, you should not be taking that stuff. <clears throat> Greetings, everyone from game worlds around the world. Is there anything anybody needs to say immediately? Like, for example, Devin and Ver. Hello. Where are you? We're in Mexico. Where in Mexico? We're in Cancun. We're at the Hotel Terra, Terra something. Terrible. Pterodactyl. Terrifying. Yeah. Highway. We found the one spot in the whole hotel that has the kind of Wi-Fi that can support these kinds of spaces. And it's, and we're glad. I think Vera is glad too. That this is a game world builder skill. You've got to find the Wi-Fi that'll work for you, no matter where you are. This is right. Well, thank you. Glad you made it. Excellent. And and probably nobody else knew you were in Cancun. You know, I just wanted everybody to have the secret. I have hey, a logistical Matthew. thing. My, I'm on my cell phone, and it seems to overheat every hour and die maybe because it's not power enough to hold Zoom. So I would like to come back into the space if I can, just to let you know if I drop out, that's what happened. We will admit you. Thank you. We've been doing that all along for all the rest of the people. So there's not really necessary to ask for that, but you could do an emotional healing process about that, about thinking that people would ignore you or people don't respect you enough to you know to, to notice that you're missing at this point if you were really going to do that you would make a couple notes in your beat book about an emotional healing process about people not noticing that you're missing or not respecting you enough to let you back in thank you yeah, now nobody's going to say anything because they know they're going to have to do an emotional healing process about something <laughs> They're great emotional healing processes, aren't they great? Lee Kumar. We can't. Yeah, oh, we're not hearing you. Not sure oh, what to do. Let's push that button. How's that? That's better. Thank you. So I have to shift identity after two hours because in the Prescott Public Library, I can only rent the space for two hours. So after two hours, I created a new identity for myself that I step into that I can stay in that room. Well, Not done. That I, I thought you were going to identity at any given moment, but just to, you know, some people may notice that I suddenly look different or sound different or anything like that. Okay. 
I thought you were going to do like in Matrix, the guy runs down the street, grabs a guy's phone and just starts using it. That you would do that in the library. Stop, stop bringing the punchline of the joke before the joke even starts. (laughs) Thank you for the feedback. You're welcome. It's going to be difficult to stop that, though. There's so many punchlines. Everybody here is full of punchlines, I'm telling you. Any other things to share as, before we get into the, the uh, tofu and potatoes of the deal? Yes, Hannah. Okay. I don't have anything to share. I don't know why you mentioned my name. <laughs> well, your mouth was open. Your mouth was ah. open and, and there's some part of you wanted to say something and perhaps you were not aware of it and not clear about what it was, but there was this thing about ready to come out. What was it? Well, I was thinking of like yesterday, Anna Elizabeth and me, we hold a, a space for uh, uh, Julia and I, I just still feel like I'm really touched and like it's still uh, moving me inside because it was really touching how much she was in her center and how much she could she was able to like guide her process on like it was a really like dancing between us giving impulses and she holding space and going forward and feeling and especially at the end like it remembered me a lot of Chloe's process where people make a decision in an old life and it's just like the decision is not matching the purpose they have when they are here on earth this time and then it's like a and in the process you can like kind of differentiate this again and I just love the moment when the person finds back to you know like this glimpse and this magical thing inside of the person where you can get the person back to and release something and maybe this wanted to (laughs) be in the space with you. Thank you. This was an exact demonstration of an example of what we'll be practicing today. And I'll just say what it is, even though we're going to do something else before that. But the thing was, here I am, I'm sitting in front of a flat computer screen with 24 pictures on them. And I noticed something with Hannah going on. Okay, so she didn't flag, she didn't put up her hand. And, but, but what, I, what I did was, in, 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 you know, first thing I did was say, do you have something to say? And she said, no. And then I, I didn't accept that. I didn't just shut down that possibility. What I did was I included her in this space, the game world, the context of this space, the incubator space, because in this game world, she gets to deliver more value than in an outside the game world. So Hana, that was the demonstration. Hana delivered a lot more value here inside this game world. She gets to be herself more, share in distinctions more, show up more, than she does outside of the game world. And this is something that you, is a skill for you to be able to deliver to other people out there that 
that they get to show up more, provide more value inside your game world than they do outside. They get to come more alive, more, more effervescent, you know, more on than inside your game world than outside of it. So this is, it just turns out to be an example of, you just saw it happen. You just saw it happen. And so this is what you will be practicing uh, in later on today when we, when we, after we warm up a bit here. Any questions or comments about that right now? Because you just saw it happen, it was fantastic. Okay. A comment is, in, I think to the degree that you can do it in your game worlds, then you can also provide this for other game world. So as a game world mm -hmm. consultant, you can, you can, you can, so I know some people here, like, for example, Susanne Hutzler is, is stepping into this kind of um, uh, job, this role of game world consulting. And it's how can I consult a game world so that the people in that game world can provide more value for each other. And, and this is what Clinton and I have been doing when we've been moving to uh, from in we're moving into community, so Zeg or Schlosslarizeg or uh, to a community is how to recontextualize the game world so that people can provide more value for each other in a game world that you're not even involved in. And so, for yeah, example, and for, and yeah. for their clients, it's not yeah. just for each other, but also for their clients, for their circle. So, for example, uh, Christine Ploschens and Nicole Bradford called me yesterday about a game world called the EHP Emotional Healing Process Group, about how, what, how can it evolve? And I'm not, I'm not involved in that group, um, but it was a great call of, of Christina and Nicole uh, distilling the codex. How does, how does that game world work? And then providing the possibility of, God, actually it can be a lot bigger than, than what Christina and Nicole had, had first encountered. And for example, to have God, we could have EHP dojos set up for for external game worlds. So, for example, if you have a game world and the people in there need emotional healing process, because everybody needs emotional healing process, you can call up Christina and Nicole and say, "Please, would you please set up an emotional healing process dojo for my game world? It's a set time every week, um, and and and." Anybody from the game world can go in there and have emotional healing processes from possibility coaches, for example. So in that in that open, like then the value of the EHP group just became just unfolded completely. So the, so if you can do it in your game world, you can do it for other game worlds. Yeah. Thank you. Dan, go ahead. Yeah. Just love the clarity of thoughts on so um, the there's the focus on holding a great game world or, or whatever that where, where people can bring more of their own value as Hannah just did and then there's them being able to leave that game world and go into the other game worlds they're involved in and bring value they is it like do you focus on the one first or whatever or, or you know so there's, we'll be, we will be practicing this. It is a space that you will be holding and a set of okay. questions 
that you'll be using. You'll be creating questions to frame up the possibility in that space for people to deliver more value, the, the value that they are, which they could not deliver outside of that space. And so then they get turned on and they get to come more alive. So it's, so mm. you work on that first. And then mm. after that, the, the, the rest of it is a cascade that will happen almost automatically, but it's all based on the same space, setting up the same kind of conversation within a space. Got it. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Just before, just anything else, anybody need to say anything else as we're getting started here? Yeah, I want to share something. Um, I had, I had this process about owning, owning the, my, my game world. And, and I share with you this process of becoming one. And I had on uh, two days ago, so my Wednesday, I had, um, um, I had the nurses in the hospital for a team building time. And I came into this game world of the hospital. Whoa. And I, I think it was the first time that I experienced so consciously that I'm, like, I'm walking in with my game world. And so I am not... So it was not one part of me adapting to this, to this hospital game world. And it was such a rich experience for me going through this corridor. And, and they are totally in COVID. Here is COVID just started. So they are to totally in this COVID thing. And they gave me this mask. And I, I accepted the mask. As, but I didn't put it on. And no one asked me something like no one said something about it. And then we went to this room and we had a conversation with the person who organized me. And all these nurses came and sat down there with, you know, one and a half meter between them was a huge room. And they sit down there like this. And exactly the same time in the morning, we had the trainer path and we were work there. We were talking about the value of the being appreciation and declaration. And I thought, man, I will not come here like anywhere if this is not on the table. Like, who are you there? Like I'm working with you 40 years. There are some of them working 40 years with each other. And so we, I had four hours and two and a half hours. It was just being declaration. And they, they became so liquid and all the COVID thing just disappeared and, you know, snot and tears on hacks and <laughs> sweaty hands. And, um, and like just this breathing out in there, like seeing how the game world in there, they live just breathe out and relaxes. And, and they can, it was like, the, the membrane of this game world open to accept something from my game world and boop, and become different, you know? It become different just by accepting the offer. Um, and at the end, this woman, just women, they stood together there like holding hands and saying something like, hey, I think we have to organize our own nursing business 
and get rid of <laughs> of this government uh, rules. Wow! <laughs> it was a very uh, touching moment for me, and seeing like the softening also. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Will they will they invite you back? They told me so because they are. They said no one else, and they, the same with the psychiatrists in the hospital. No one told them with these words. Really, these words. No one told me I could. I could use my feelings for something. I can. I could share my feelings. Not even use it. I could share my feelings at work. No one told me this possibility, and it just mm. worked. It worked. Uh, so well so everyone like oh my god what just happened you know like this uh. thank you all right and chloe are you ready um go ahead okay We would like to distill, we would like your help, actually. We would like your help to distill questions that could, that have the power to deepen the context of a game world. So the way we would do this is to go in groups of three and to, for you guys to work together, there would be one scribe either taking notes. I would, I would suggest to take notes straight on the computer so you can just copy paste then into the Telegram group to distill the kind of the edge it's edge question question that uh the answer you it's like the the game world doesn't know the answer yet and the question itself bring this new new possibility or uh, it was unhabited unhabited in uninhabited territory unseen before puts it in the picture so this deepening the context of your game world is um in a way it's deepening the clarity so so it can be question i just want to give you some example but i think there's a lot of different question it it could be for example what are we really doing here that would be a, a, a deepening deepening the context type question um, is there do you need more information about this or we just yeah, so the point is the point is that uh, the, the scribe promises in each group to put your list of questions onto the Telegram group so everyone can share them so that we can all share each other's questions for how to deepen the context in the game world. Because this is a major way to feed the people in the game world. You know, a lot of us are helpers, providers, healers, transformers and we serve other people. And yes, we get fed by serving other people. Yes, that's true. And there's a different kind of food that comes from deepening the context of your own game world. It, it puts you at risk. You know, you're the one, you're, you're pulling the rug out from under yourself. You get to dropping yourself into the free fall and, and inventing how it goes from there. And so that's a, it's a different sort of process and you need to have this orientation so that because, you know, you guys come together, you have your logistical questions, then you go out and work some more and help other people. Well, this is just like in a, in a 
in a romantic relationship. You know, you come together, you do logistics and go away. What kind of relationship is that? You know, and a lot of us, if we haven't trained ourselves, most of our intimate relationship is with our partner, mostly about logistics, time, money, appointments, you know, considerations, what are decisions, like all this logistical stuff, you know, and so then, then the relation, the, the, the heart of the relationship, the soul of the relationship is starving. And so the key to feeding yourself and the key to feeding your game world, your team, is by coming together in these, in this. You know, it's funny I did this because this thing, this swirling thing, is like how you deepen the context of the game world. You go down, you drill down, you drill down, or you go down the cyclone, you go in the whirlpool, you go down the whirlpool, and you don't know where you're going, but you can deepen the context of the work, which then is like it, it blossoms after that. You know, things blossom after that in your game world, and that feeds your people in the game world, but it also feeds the people outside. Yeah. So as a hint is, look at your, your own game world. In a way, it's to practice also being at the edge of your own game world, because really as, this, as the originator or space holder or game world builder, if you call up meetings with your team, um, there's often, you, you will be the person who is the most dangerous in a way. Who will bring who will bring the most dangerous question, the most edgy question, and then you can also look because you we've been together for about a month. Now you can also look at other people and look at their edge, and and those are also um, deepening question deepening. So look both look both ways as a practice. Okay, and we'll do this and for about it, I don't know t uh, 10, 12 minutes. Eight or ten, yeah, but it's. We're only doing this one time. So the, the scribe writes that also the scribe, you say questions too. So we do it one time and then uh, shortly afterwards, the scribe can upload it to the Telegram group. Great, here we go. Working it out, Cla Clara. Okay. I send you in a breakout room. You should find. You should have a little button or something coming up. Um. I cannot see no button. Okay. If you like, swipe on one side or the other. Then you have this thing, participant, breakout room, stuff like that. And if you click on the breakout room one, it should work. Normally it happens, but right yeah. now. So, okay, so maybe the best is uh, get out of the call, come back and I'll put you in the room. Hopefully you'll get a button. Okay. Ah, yes, I can, I can write some, yeah, I can write some.
Okay, you here? Yes. Great, I'm gonna move you. Thank you. Cool. Who's the scribe? Jeremy, are you the scribe? I'm the scribe. Great. So should we just go popcorn or is it two by two? Popcorn, no? Yeah. Let's do popcorn. So the question that's been really working for me is, um, is what are you really excited about? Mm -hmm. and what do you really want to see that you're not seeing? Um, or even more edgy is like, how can we reach uh, human potential? How can we really live the way we want to live? In the game world context, I mean, just the practical examples. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, I think along along these lines, in terms of also uh, clarifying, you know, is this a mixed context or not a mixed context? Because people can be excited about really different things. Is, um, God, yeah, what are we, wh what are we doing here? What's our, uh, what is our common skill? So something like that. What are our common our commonalities. Why? Why are we here together? I think that. Yeah. What is the goal? Why? Yeah. Yeah. What is our common goal, or what are individual goals, or how the individual goals can be in alignment with the common goal? Mm. It could be something about. Uh, what is, uh, how do we manage, like, how do we want to see kind of this individuality in this community? How, how, what's the, are we splitting the time half and half? It's like half time we are alone and half time we in community or what would be the, how would, we, how would it work best in the game world in this distinction, individuality and com in community. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What are, yeah. Yeah, and distilling also what is, what is a real problem at present, like here in, in Devalaya, we came to the point that uh, isolation is something really troublesome for everyone. And how to deal with it, how to uh, to involve the others, maybe to to uh, create a, a 
um, like a, a certain word or something just that one is going around hey i feel you are isolated what do you say about it mm -hmm. to to announce or to directly approach the problem which is present which everyone agreed on this is a common thing a, a common uh, feature for all of us which blocks us yeah and also discuss the to go one level beyond how do we do it and how we can overcome this you mean this the isolation of isolation yeah for yeah. instance yeah yeah and it can be expanded to really this uh like how do we put on the table what are our mechanism or strategy or technology to put on the table survival strategy that are right. yeah, separating and hindering yeah where it's not collaboration and by this really widening the context or becoming aware of the context clara oh sorry you i'm sure you had something else just to step back from from the very personal view but also to move towards the collective interest so what would be a question for that like what's the um, consideration or where your own limitations uh, go in confrontation with the what we agreed is a common goal of our context and what how do we, how do we handle that yes okay. yeah to create openness and trust yeah because that's really also a lot of box things and, and gremlins are coming up in the in that field yeah i have this this question as well around trust which is uh, really present right now in our game world and it's about trust issues like we we all have trust issues and um and it's very easy to 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 lose the trust in, in the group and go into survival. And so, I'm really, um, yeah, I really want to find how to bring this topic, which is so sensitive, um, into into the meetings as a as a question. How do we, how do we bring people to to trust each other again when the trust is lost? Yeah. Mm. How do we build trust? I just had the question in my head. Um, what would you say to your um, game world um, uh, partners or game world people if you would trust? Like, just imagine you would trust. What would you say? Or what would you say if you can say everything? Yeah, I like this quote. It was something like, what would you say if you had a thousand percent trust? Yeah, okay. You could talk, completely rely and, and, you, and you can put it for like five minutes. You have a thousand percent trust just for five minutes. So it's not like forever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. mm. I have another question. Um, what? Um, what? Uh, what really uh, pulls your heart forward in your game world? Like, what is exactly the point that is pulling you? 
pulling in the sense of inspiring? Uh, yes, but more like a need to do it. Mm -hmm. And I would add to that because in a way for me, it's like I've heard people say a lot of things about what inspires them and then there's no action taken on that. And so it's for me, it was like, what are you what are you creating right now that you're not sharing with us, for example, or that you're afraid of sharing with us? What, what are you already researching, developing, exploring that that we haven't heard of yet? And, and then it makes it a lot more concrete than, than yes. oh yeah, over there, maybe I'm interested in that. Yeah. And I would have also this question, like the other way around, sort of, I, let me tell you what you're ready for that you, you're not doing yet. So it's sort of a, like a feedback, but also an appreciation in a, like looking at the potential of each other instead of us looking at our potential other, other people look at it yeah mm. I have something about negotiating intimacy, but I need to go ahead. Um, Jeremy, you're going to say something. Yeah, this um, about responsibility. I don't know if it's been mentioned. I, I got disconnected for a bit, but um, um, like radical responsibility becomes a really cornerstone of our game world. But how do we really bring that in as a, as a, as a almost daily question? Like, what are what am I? What are we not taking responsibility for right now? Because I feel like there's always little things that get through the cracks, and if we can if we can bring that in as a um, yeah as a day to day question, I think we then build a lot of matrix. And Jeremy, the way I would like frame that up is it's not really you know we're not taking responsibility to rake the leaves, or we're not taking responsibility you know those are like in a way they're too practical, and it's to bring this question out of like. Um, for me, it would be like, how, how can we build more responsibility in us? Mm -hmm. If you can write it down, I know you also have something else going on there. But what are the, whatever practices or interest domains or where we can build more responsibility and how do we do this together? Could you say again why you wouldn't uh, say it like which responsibility we are not uh, doing? Because I think it often then it ends up in this old map of responsibility of God. There's some chores to do. There, it's uh -huh. a burden, you know. I need to uh, water the plants. I need to clean up the thing. I need to talk to this person, and it and it becomes this to-do list instead of this shift. I don't know if you can still hear me instead of this yep. shift into being ecstatic in the domain of responsibility, but to be more responsible, it really actually takes initiation and experiences to move into this. God, it's so amazing to be at source and to decide and to choose and to um, negotiate and to change my mind. And, and all. so that's, 
how, how do you build that matrix kind of, yeah. Did you hear any of that, Clara, or? I didn't. I'll take that as a no, okay. Sometimes I cannot hear you. My internet is a little bit. Okay. I wrote it down anyway. Okay. So, what were you going to say before, Jeremy? Um, I think I said it. There really this question of how yeah. can we, we be radically responsible, yeah. 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 I mean, I would have some questions about for, about money, you know, about hey, how do we, where, what is our, what is our currency? How do we exchange value among ourselves? Hmm. How do we exchange value among ourselves? And in probably it's already happening in the game, but to be just clear about it, I think it, it makes it just more powerful. Mm -hmm. what, yeah. yeah, what are the talents? Like, what are the talents and the skills that can be exchanged? I started saying something about negotiating intimacy as well. Do you see that as a simply how can we do that? It, yeah, it would be. I mean, it would almost be the question, you know, is negotiating intimacy part of our context? Mm. You know, and to just bring that on the table of, have you ever heard about negotiating intimacy? Okay, well, I think this is how it can go or something like that. And what can we try it? And and and, and then it opens the sword door for um, how does quote unquote decision happen in, in the game world? And, the, and this thing about, making proposal and then learning how to make proposals. Like I, you know, I, I have this idea, I propose, and, and there would be a question about, um, you know, who has authority? Who has authority to make proposals? What, what, who do you think? And, and they can put on the table, people think, well, the decisions are already made, so then I'm not gonna make any proposal because I have no power. Or what, you know, people have all sorts of stories and stuff. Um, so I think that that would be a question that would br yeah, bring up the, the shit in a way. I'm gonna close the room. We still have about a minute after that. Yeah, thank you. Clara, anything else? Seems like something is cooking over there. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm really thinking, but um, I don't have, like in the beginning I had the question, how is your game world gonna look when it's perfect? Like, yeah, how, how, how would be the perfect, like if you already did what you wanna do? I mean, I think it's a more powerful question to say, what would you be doing if you, you already did what you wanted to do? Then the perfect thing is a, is a German thing, really. You know, okay. <laughs> it's like this, 
that the, your game mode will be perfect. <laughs> the last question in our circle was, who really gives a shit? As a context deepening question. <laughs> the last question in my group was, what would you be doing if you did, if you already were doing what you really want to do? <laughs> You're really doing what you want to do. Cool, thank you. Okay, next experiment. Next experiment is what uh, Clinton, you were talking about in terms of having these uh, be, be, being your game world. I guess it's also what Anna was talking about is how practicing being your game world in action. Again, we'll, we'll go in groups of three and you basically, well, what? Do you want to do that one next or you want to do the other one first? Do we, which one? I was going to do the, 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 the being the game world, talking to strangers and, and, and bringing them into the game world as a way to create more value or them having more value. And then the check-in after? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, yes. so this, was the, this is the practice that Clinton was talking about and demonstrated with Clara earlier about... Hannah. Oh, with Hannah, sorry. About being your game, like ongoingly carrying this bubble of your game world wherever you go and so that your interaction with anyone with strangers and non-strangers is about um, it, inviting people into your game world in a way that if they are into your game world, they, they can provide more value in the world. So not just for your game world, but they provide more value in the world because to some degree they're participating in your game world. So how to how to talk about it, how to talk about your game world in that way and, and how to make the invitation, how to make the invitation. I mean, there's this, <clears throat> it's a really a personal question, which is if I actually love my game world, why would I ever want to leave it? And, and I think we answer that question unconsciously because there's so much pressure out in the mainstream world to adopt the mainstream game worlds. And so it's a habit, it's a survival habit. It's like a be invisible habit. It's don't, don't see me, I'm not different, I'm the same, I'm not a witch, don't burn me habit. And yet the sacrifice of that is huge. The sacrifice of abandoning the game world that you came here to build and hold and leaving it with such simple invitation, with so easily leaving your game world behind is, is a very painful thing. And as soon as you start lowering your numbness bar, it becomes too painful to leave your game world. And even when your, your father is there, even when a policeman is there, even when, you know, even when uh, a group of people that you would like to be part of has a group norm 
and you think that you cannot fit in the group norm if you still are in your game world. And so then you place your game world aside and you go and you become nobody. You become a zombie. You become one of the group. And, and, and you try to enjoy yourself. But in fact, your ecstasy is coming from when you're in your game world. And so it's like this is paradox of how can you be with other people when, uh, when you think, you're, you're assuming that it requires that you leave behind the context and values and protocols and the, you know, the actual vitality of your own game world. And, and, and so it's this paradox, okay. And so the, this is a practice and the practice is to learn how to be with another person who's in their own game worlds or the ordinary culture game worlds, how to be with them in such a way that you do not leave your game world without, and you're not trying to brainwash anybody, you're not trying to uh, control or manipulate anybody, but you're just refusing to leave your game world. And, and then, and then if, there, if there's some, any interest at all, I mean, if there's any conversation at all about it, it's, it's they get to discover firsthand the personal experience of what it's like being able to provide their value more in the game world space that you're holding than they could before. They get to come more alive in the game world space that you're holding than they could in their ordinary other spaces. And so this is the exercise. This is the challenge here. You'll be, are we, we're in groups of three, right, Anne Chloe? Yeah, I'll recreate the groups of three, uh, different groups of three. Anyway, and so one is the, is it one is the coach, one is the game world builder, and one is a, somebody in a different game world? Yeah, is it better to do it with a coach than, than two? I think it's easier to talk to just one person. Okay. Yeah. So do that game world builder. Then there's a, what a quote unquote a stranger, which who is your client basically, and then there's a coach. And I have and see, two. Yeah. I have two hints. I'm sure there's more. But I have two hints. One is about there's this bridge to build from people mostly live in the ordinary space. And so they don't value their own value and they're mostly in survival. And it's how can you build a bridge uh, for them to move out of the ordinary? And that can easily happen with invoking, invoking their potential. You, it's like you look at the people in the screen and you can see their potential. Like the potential is so visible. Uh, in 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 each other and usually we don't really see our own but we see other people and how can you talk to that part so in a way it's dialing up saying i i want to talk to the potential part i want to talk to your being i want to talk to like mm. what what turns you on your talent your skills your you know what you are in the world and because that part i can empower you know in a way you're not trying to empower the box or the survival or the gremlin so this invoking part, talking to the part that you want to talk to. And then the other thing is, or the other hint is about making proposals. So this is a, a skill for you to, how can you make proposals that are interesting enough for, uh, for them to, to say, God, yeah, that I, I want to I do that. I want to I play. And so, I mean, an example, for example, this morning, I was just checking in with a woman in Brazil here and I was gonna, 
just ask her if she want if she was interested in joining the Rage Club spaceholder training. And then I mentioned God, we might do a lab here in Brazil. And and then at the end of the conversation, we have a plan to do an expand the box in a lab in December in Brazil. And she's joining the Rage Club spaceholder training. And her value had had just unfolded and she was just really in tears and she said, God, I I when I'm with you, I, finally my numbness bar goes down. And this all has a this whole other part of me can can come into the world. And she had her numbness bar really high for the past year, trying to kind of really just survive. And and so this is the kind of that's what I mean by by proposal. You make proposals and offers and that are more attractive, like that that are more attractive than the ordinary world. And then it makes the ordinary irrelevant. It makes the ordinary die. Okay. So one one of the things that <clears throat> is our biggest enemy is distraction or forgetfulness. And so, I mean, for example, I I, I and Chloe and I we worked out. We printed up some of these cards. And so these cards are sitting out there by the front door. I carry them around in my pouch. And so when I walk through the world, what I'm looking for really is a place to leave these cards. And, you know, just on the back, it's just really a postcard. And it says, you know, start your next adventure at howtoplay.mystrikely.com. And at the bottom here, it says, what if it works? What if it works? Okay, <clears throat> the thing is, these sit by our door and people walk in and out of our house without taking one, you know? Or, you know, I, I walk into a cafe and I, I, I don't look around to see if they have these already, you know, or where could I put these things? Or, and so it's a reminding factor for me that what am I really doing here? Am I, am I shopping for uh, celery? Or am I looking for a place to put these cards? You know, and those are two very different game worlds. And so it's so easy to forget, to get sucked into and just absentmindedly get distracted into the ordinary purposes of life. And, and yet when I'm going around with secret treasure cards like this, this is, advent this is extraordinary. I have an extraordinary purpose. And so your game world is extraordinary. Each one of you have offers to make that are extraordinary. If you do not make the offers, who will? If you are not a living offer, who, who, if you're not a doorway, you're a wall, basically. So I think a lot of times in possibility management, especially in the first years, I would keep it secret. I would keep possibility management secret because I, I had these hidden fears of all kinds of, yeah, of being too weird or being nobody understands or whatever. But for the last few years, that's changed for me. You know, I'm, I'm a catalyst of extraordinary spaces. Wherever, if I'm not in an extraordinary space, I, I either shift it or go. I don't, I don't, maybe that's the result of being 53 years old. But in any case, this time is precious and is valuable and you, your, you know, each person you could possibly be, meet by flashing them one of these cards, you know, and Chloe's with me, you know, I just bought a, a two terabyte hard drive. And what did I do? 
I gave the kid who was at the cash register his second card because the, the cleaning lady threw out his first card. And we get a coffee at some place and the, the guy who's he's from, he's from Argentina or someplace like this and not even from Brazil. And he's like, what are you doing here? And he goes, well, I'm a magician actually. Ah, you're a magician. You might want to be, you might want to check out this. So, you know, he's doing card tricks. We're doing healing and transformation. So it's an upgrade his magic game. So, you know, everywhere we're going, we can have these kind of conversations. So you can too about your game world. So that's what this is about. Just about this, you know, who will make the offer really to, to get that you have jewels. It's sort of like you have a, it, it's, it, we're facing the Titanic. We're kind of in a Titanic kind of situation, slow moving Titanic, a boat, you know, being driven off at the bottom of the ocean and, and you have a, a lifeboat. You have a lifeboat by the Titanic and, you, and you're basically trying to be invisible. If you're not making the offers is you have this lifeboat and you just nobody should come on this boat, you know, and you're trying to be invisible and everybody else is sinking. And, it, and it's like making the offer is saying, hey, come here, you know, instead of going down at the bottom of the ocean, come in and, and play a different game. So that's kind of where, where you guys are with your lifeboats. And the other thing I wanted to say about the, the client, don't try to be nice. Don't try to be adaptive. Don't try to make it easy for the person. Try, be real. Is this offer turning you on or not? And if it's not, give coaching, feedback and coaching about how the offer could be made more interesting, okay? So it's try to be real really with each other. It's, it's part, we keep the, the radical relating practice is still happening in this, in, in this exercise. Okay, and about time, I, I would do it about like six, seven minutes, Clinton. Okay, yeah. and, then, and then I would have a, couple minutes of just feedback and coaching what what emotional healing process or experiment can be tried for the game world builder and then we shift role because okay. you you will notice blocks you will notice persons people's hesitations to speak loud to speak differently to go non-linear whatever the hesitations are usually each is a doorway to an emotional healing process so specify the process really Tell them exactly, boy, this, this would be great for you. Do, you know, here, write it down and just do it. Yeah, thank you. Great. I'm opening the room, Clinton. Uh, you're in a group of four, so you can bounce around in different rooms to give coaching. Got it. Here we go.
is the game on Billy presents and tries to make exciting proposals to clients. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry, is there a third person? No, I thought Clara, I thought you were with Clara, and so, but she... Ah, no. Okay. She's in a different room. Okay, I'm your third person then. So here we go. Okay. I'm the coach first. Okay. Then, I'll start his cool, I will be the game boat bowler. It helps to start with hello, hello, Jeremy. Hello, Jeremy. Hi, Anna. And then just to double check, Aunt Louis, I'm going in contact with his higher potential, right? And I'm trying yeah. to like what? Well, in in relation to the the game world that you're building, how can okay. he come and play to some degree in your game world? He will have more value, and you will you would also benefit from him being there. Okay, how do you feel in your community right now? Like, what are you? Do you feel like you can bring your value and your service towards your place of being right now? In my community, or if I was joining yours, this is about your game world, right? Yes, but at the moment, it's about where you live. Where I'm now. Yeah. Yes. So yes. I, I would have a proposal to start talking about what you do first. So you get okay. to be vulnerable okay. first also. And, and okay. then yes. relate it to him, because you've you okay. know, been around Jeremy enough. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So at the moment, I'm stepping more into my power of supporting other people in their process of getting back towards their inner intuition or their inner being and to get rid of structures, old pictures and stuff like that. And I'm also going myself through initiation processes and also want to support others going through these processes because I think that we need each other in order to go through these processes. And it's been a very challenging, but also a very inspirational journey until now. And Hannah, especially- yeah, yeah. Coaching would be, be like, be practical, be real. Like what, a, you know, you're talking, it's sort of like a theory, but like what are the, mm -hmm. Are you holding spaces? Are you holding work talks or workshop or healing spaces? Or you can one-on-one -on -one coaching or something really, yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, just recently, I made the commitment to hold space for EHPs, like emotional healing processes. And I already did three of them. And the more I do them, the more I feel this magical energy of when I when my system feel that I'm needed, there's getting a different energy coming from somewhere else. And there I feel like I'm present, I'm there, I'm on point, like my clarity is there, my love is there. And that feels very magical. And I feel like I'm stepping into like a kind of different reality, a different realm or something. 
And that's like my personal one. And with Clara and Chloe together, we are planning a weekend and there it's the same. I feel like when we are aligned, it's coming from a different point of myself where I'm so speaking Hannah, of, acting of. The coaching yes. would be to shift a little bit from like your orientation, you're looking at yourself. And instead yes. of saying this while looking at Jeremy, so you include yes. him. And for you, okay. like, what is this weekend? So we're we're creating this weekend so that in service of okay. yeah okay cool okay we plan a weekend and we will make a weekend about helping people getting more into contact and especially this two step or like two level process of first supporting people to feel their space feel their groundingness feel their connection to earth connection to themselves because you need that to get into contact with other people you have to you have to be in your center and you have to be aware also of your hidden purposes structures and shadows and stuff like that so we are making a four days weekend and we will do basic and trainings first and also experiencing rooms and then it's mostly about what happens if two people meet each other and like what is in between and how can we create collective rooms where we get rid of this like in betweenness to really and then it comes again to what i've been talking about before like what happened so, if people so Hannah, really i think yeah. i think jeremy gets the picture and it now it's about okay. building the bridge towards him okay okay How do you invite? How do you invite him into into the jewels, like into the discovery, so he can also bring value into, you know, how can he he be more valuable because he's playing with you? Okay. So what what does that do to you if you if you listen to like what is happening in your body like do you feel any resonance or any like is there curiosity in your system right now? So Hannah, I wouldn't use that because then you basically ask him his box does it does it like does he like you or not? You're basically asking him that. So the build the bridge would not be through a question. It would be through, for example. Jeremy, I know you're in a community and I, and I doubt that people are doing emotional healing process and therefore mm -hmm. you're stuck because I, mm -hmm. I know I've been in community where they don't do emotional healing process mm -hmm. and we were stuck. Mm -hmm. and, 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 okay. and this is the bridge to build. Okay. So Jeremy, how is the Like, how is it with emotional healing process in your community? Like, are you doing it? What are you experiencing with it? How is it? No, we are not doing emotional healing process and, and uh, we are stuck in this way. And when I hear that you focus really on this and going deep with um, these practices, I feel, I feel quite turned on because this is where I feel I cannot I cannot bring myself fully into to a game only what I'm excited about. I cannot I cannot really bring it in. So Hannah, this would be the moment. So Hannah, this would be the moment you make a proposal mm -hmm. towards Jeremy. Proposal. How could he how could he come in and discuss it? 
I don't know why there's this echo. Yeah, I'm muting Jeremy. I think it comes from there. Just for a second. Yes, I am Clinton. Um, okay, I noticed there is this fear because like I... I don't know whether it has something to do with my game world, but there is this, I don't want to manipulate him. Like I, you know, I'm still making myself a little bit small and I still like, you know, there's, it's something feel like I'm not really like, but maybe I can just. So Tana, just to say, <clears throat> did you notice how with your question, how much Jeremy was feeling? Did you see that? He was feeling a lot. So you and missed this that. So when he's feeling a lot, you go, it looks like you're feeling something. Yes. What are you feeling? And so then you're out of, then, then all of a sudden you are providing value because you're listening to something really close to him, an important setup. And he can share with the safe space that you make. And he's already in your game world then. Mm. He's already in your game world because not even in his community is it safe enough for him to share what he's feeling. And that's yeah. what this is all about. You make, yeah. make this space, yeah, so he can show up. So try that, try it. So Jeremy, what are you feeling right now? Yeah, I feel really sad because just this week we really hit a wall of of people not feeling safe to show what they're really feeling. Um, I see this is what's needed is um, is the commitment to, to, to this process and, and some need to hold space for it. And, and so I feel sad and I also feel really turned on by the idea of, of really focusing on this, the way you're yeah. talking about. And do you already have a plan? Like, what will you do next? What, like, what can what can you do to bring that into the community you are living in? Like, how can you be the source or the the one catalyzing the process? That's that's the tricky part. I've been pushing and bringing in PM as much as possible into the space, but I'm also a bit the freak who is talking always about possibility management, and others don't really have the the distinctions. And so I'm I'm trying to bring it in in different ways. Um, but right now it's more coming in from other space holders that we are inviting in to go into process. So there's a shift happening? There's little shifts, but there's a big block also. Yeah. So right now it's, it's mostly sadness about seeing the block. So Hannah, we're just bringing it uh, to an end but I just wanted mm -hmm. to make an offer for you. Mm, it, in a way, what I'm hearing from Jeremy is that he he, he wants what you have. Like he's mm -hmm. impressed by your commitment. He was, you know, Jeremy, you shared that about like this. And so Hannah, there's a way you can really invite him to say, well, what would it take for you to commit to that? Like, how can I support mm -hmm. you to... If you, if you really want to go down this road, how can we be on this team together? Learning mm -hmm. how to go through emotional healing process and, and hold space for them. Because, because like you say, like, like you explained really Hana, is you need both. You, you know, you are going for your own and then, and then you're holding space for others. Yeah. Thank you.
Cool. Um, okay. Great. Uh, Jeremy, would you, do you have any feedback in coaching for Hannah? Yeah, I would, I would also, like what, what you started saying was interesting. So I could listen to you for a while, but then you, yeah, I felt also you We're trying to trying to go as quick as possible to to invite me into what you're talking about, and um, it helps to yeah and maybe yeah sorry yeah I'm, I can't see Hannah right now, which always makes it harder for me to speak to her, but. Um, Yeah, something about also not making yourself small, like um, having really trust in, in the value of what you're you know, creating and offering. And so the more I feel it's the value, the more I can also be excited by it. Mm. And what's coming up is also just, yeah, keeping doing radical relating while we're doing this. So you're talking about your game world, but also, um, yeah, notice what I'm feeling and how we can bridge, how we can be as close as possible and relate as much as possible during this offer. No. Mm. Thank you. Mm. And, and, and I would have this, I, you know, we've had multiple conversation and often this, this fear of manipulating has come up for you, Hannah. And mm. I don't think it's a, it's, it's not a bad fear to have. I mean, I think it's a, you know, it's a fear that is useful and it, because it comes up so often, it seems like there's a part of it that is emotional. That mm -hmm. somehow something happened when about manipulation and, and and it's blocking you from like you said, like being being the value that you really are because of that fear. And mm -hmm. and I think the 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 attention of it will not disappear after you do the emotional healing process. Like the attention that you mm -hmm. have about it. Yeah. So Thank you. would you have a space to do that that one? The this emotional so, healing process? If I have the space to do it? Yes. You yes. Can you ask people or great? Yes, yes, yes. Yes, sure. thank you. Cool. Yeah, I think because there's so much this fear of that people don't really like be honest or say their bounds and stuff like that. So I'm constantly like, ah, taking somehow responsibility for them instead of just like be present in my own and providing it and then to really like listen and relate whether it's resonating or not. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. Great. I would be willing to be the client. All right, so I'm the builder. And I'm the coach. All right, so. All right, Anglais, so we, 
the reason why we're building a game world is because we have experience in some moments in our lives, some rare moments, um, like a, um, touching what human potential can really be like. And, and then it comes with a sadness for all the time, the other times that ordinary conversations, ordinary spaces where we feel we're far away from that potential. And so the, the real question is how do we create spaces where we can, how do we create extraordinary spaces? And especially in the day-to-day -day life, not once in a while in some amazing retreat, but to bring this in, how do we create really a space we can live in an extraordinary space and work and play and everything. But um, so this is the question. And I, and I see um, in you that you, that you you know these spaces and so it's it's um basically we want to invite people like you to join a game world and to bring whatever gifts they have to create these spaces that we create them together and so um, the proposal is we have a space and we want we we yeah we have a space that we open up for people who want to to bring their gifts into it. And can I ask you a question? What do you mean by we? We are the people who sparked it, who are there and who started it, who started this space. So you mean it's it's everybody? Everybody, yes. Yeah. So everybody is, is willing to bring, uh, you know, it would be Clinton and I bringing the context of, po of possibility management as a, a recontextualizing the game world. Yes. Or okay, okay, stop a minute. I have coaching. Mm -hmm. uh, check your feelings. I feel there's fear. Try to be more honest. Try to be more uh, courageous and use mm -hmm. that fear in order to stay grounded and be really honest with Anklui and make proposals from your like potential higher self, stuff like that. Thank you. So, I don't want to see her again. Um, I'm, do that. Um, I'm trying to see Anklui again. Okay, I'm here and I can see you and I can hear you. Okay, there. So, um, yeah. So what we're creating is a space where everyone can bring in um, their their gifts to make it an extraordinary space and to and really around this topic of how can we live in extraordinary spaces. And so, my what I'm bringing in is just this um this building skill this this um village builder and i don't know how to make it extraordinary and because we're not there yet so we don't know it's it's a question we don't have the answer to and so we want people like you who have uh these answers who've been researching these answers to 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 bring your experience and to experiment with us in this space i would mostly decline your proposal at this point in terms of coming there and because it seems what I'm hearing is that you have this tendency of bringing in the shaman, like bringing in the, 
the the people who what quote unquote can do it do their little magic and then these people go away and and I don't know if you can still hear me because you're frozen, but then you can't hold it. That's sort of what I'm mm -hmm. hearing. Mm -hmm. I can I can hear you. Okay. Um, yeah. And so it wouldn't it wouldn't serve you. It would not serve you to bring us in. Mm -hmm. mm, yeah, that's a sh that, that's one of the short answer. I feel like it does, and and um, I didn't with each with each person. I didn't hear. Can you say it again? I, I I'm I'm disagreeing. I, I feel like it it would, and I feel like it does. Every time we invite people, we are reaching out to invite people who have who are researching this question. And every time they uh, bring it in, they change the context, they deepen the context, and they change the space in a way that stays. So I feel like it, it does work, and it really brings value every time we invite somebody in. Yeah. Okay. So I'm. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm gonna write a message. Please come to an end, and please give two minutes of. Okay, thank you, Jeremy. I would I I would repeat the coaching from Hannah in terms of um, when you make such offers like this. In a way, it's like you you're making the way that I would have more value playing in your game world is that I would be discovering other ways to your game mode consultant. Mm -hmm. Something like, so it's, so it's a kind of a different kind of offer than this collaboration, for example, that would happen between you and, and Hannah, where it would be, okay, we're learning, we're, we're in the same domain of evolution or something like that. So mm -hmm. if you invite somebody and then um, I, I make a proposal and you say, I disagree, then I'm saying, okay, not my problem. And so right then you just made a, that was a, it's just a, a box. Um, then you have a box war and, and because I'm not interested, I will say, okay, I, I go ahead disagree. Mm. And, and so it would be for, for you to keep asking these questions. So what, you know, I don't know, what would it take? Or what's your, what are your proposal right now? What can I try? What can I, uh, it, how can you keep the conversation going instead of stopping the conversation? Thank you. And, and that would require this, in a way, the fear brings a kind of humbleness. It brings a kind of, um, okay, maybe I, don't, maybe I don't know, but I can still stay centered and grounded and clear about, you know, it's the same question. How give me can i have possibility about how to create extraordinary space right now so not in six months or a year or whatever right now
Gut, wie lange? Ungefähr? Eine Stunde. Mhm. Thank you, Anklai. Anna, you had something else? You had other coaching? Yes, because the moment when she disagreed, like it's a bit similar to what Antlo said, but it was like you kind of didn't uh, accept your, her answer. And then you were like, it, it kind of felt like doing something to make her say yes, instead of mm. uh, going still going with the fear and noticing, okay, she, she would decline it. And then be creative, be like, what different possibilities? Ask her, like, make her curious about your project again. And also try to like, get in play with her. Like, how can you cooperate? How can she contribute? How can you contribute? Like to kind of, yeah, go and dance or something and just uh, try other things, but let, let this go away if it doesn't work. Mm. I mean, one of my guests, Jeremy, is that this is one of the ways that in your community you're breaking extraordinary or, or, or breaking intimacy is somebody says something and you say, well, I disagree. And, and then what you have is war. So, you know, mm. that, that, that's a hint about um, what's going on pr probably over there. And it, yeah. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Hannah, you're, you're my client? Yes. Okay. Hello, Hannah. Hello, Aunt Chloe. I heard you say that you've committed to hold space for emotional healing processes. Yes. I didn't hear how many emotional healing processes you committed to, to hold space for. 250. 250? No, 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 50. 250 oh, processes. <laughs> no. A two, okay, well, okay. Yeah. Okay. okay, 50, 50 emotional healing processes. You're going to yes. have for other people. You've done three up to now. And, yes. Okay, and after that, wh what's going to happen? After that, I step into this process of get, get more detailed or precise what is like what is my gift you know like what is what makes my work special or what can I deliver so that I can be more clear to what I offer to people so that it's not so like not only inner work feelings work but what exactly do I work with what what can I deliver and it's like a process over these 50 processes to get more a picture of yeah like what is the thing I can do like what is the higher thing Yes. Okay. Okay. Well, I was going to make this proposal because I've been talking about this emotional healing process dojo and, mm -hmm. and I thought, whatever, maybe that would be a way for you to deliver those 50 processes and also receive them is um, to hold space for one to really hold space for a whole dojo is, you know, whatever, six or seven or eight people you meet every week at the same time and, and there's this team that's building and it might be worth having Chloe and, and Clara in there in a, building a game all together also. I don't know if you thought yes. of that. 
I didn't thought of that before. It's an interesting thought because this creates more the collective and group atmosphere. And I'm still thinking about because one thing I also like is that I work with different people. And I like that the more different people I get, the more, I don't know, it's like everyone tells a different story, but there's also a specific thing about human you know which is like kind of similar and there i enjoy the variety a lot mm -hmm. but maybe it can maybe it can be like i mean i don't have to stop delivering ehps to other people while having the dojo yeah. and it brings me to this point because like a deeper longing underneath is, is is exactly this collective thing like how can we as a group create more depth and more transformation and healing And it would also help serving the game board between Clara, Chloe, and me. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's I a even, good point. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I even thought that, for example, you could have Jeremy and maybe a, whatever a couple other people who are in community. You know, building ah uh, yes community and having an EHP dojo um, around around that, and and so in addition to emotional healing process, you empowering, you know. I, basically you the ripples go into other game worlds the ripples would go yes. into you know jeremy's game world and yes that's a really good idea because it brings together also this point of community building and people supporting each other while creating communities mm -hmm. And another possibility could also be that, for example, Jeremy is inviting more people of his community. So maybe it can also like get bigger so that there's not only one person of a community, but two or three. And then if what they can learn, they can bring it back into their community. And it's not only that one person is always bringing the stuff back, mm -hmm. but maybe more people. And, and with that, you know, it can be really scary emotional healing process for, for people who, for example, have not learned how to feel or still in this old thought where, you know, feeling it, something is bad or something is broken. And so one proposal that you can make is for people to come and witness, like for mm. example, the people in Jeremy's community say you can come and for an hour, an hour and a half, you, we don't ask you to hold space or be a client. You, you can just witness And, and even have a, you know, a Q&A kind of a question and answer like yeah. I do after processes. And so they can yeah, build into their liquid state of witnessing others. I think this part is the most important one so that they can get into contact afterwards, which was in, in them happening while witnessing. Thank you. Cool. Thank you. Okay, feedback and coaching, please. <laughs> is Jeremy still there? Yes. I don't know. Okay, go ahead. Because I don't know. Okay. 
I, I felt that I was really inspired and invited and supported by you, but there was something about, I don't know, maybe, maybe that you talk more about your game board or that you bring yourself more in at the beginning or while speaking. I mean, at the end, for example, you said, like, I do it with a Q&A session afterwards and there it also made, like, somehow it made a connection or something and that would be something to add me, yeah. Yeah, thank you. I've, I've noticed uh, that too, that I usually don't really bring myself in. Thank you. Yeah. That was my feedback as well. I, I had so much uh, fear to to give you feedback, and I thought the proposal was great, so I didn't say anything. But the, my feedback also was that I, I was surprised you didn't um, share about yourself and your game world and, and make yourself vulnerable before before going right into hers. Cool. Okay. I'll I'll try that. Cool. Okay. I'm gonna. Anything else for the next minute? Anything else for the next minute? No, I was just not able. You just. Uh, you just wrap it up? Jeremy, sorry. You just wrapped it up and now we're going back to the main session, right? Yes. Because I didn't hear you. Okay, yes. thank yes. you. Yeah. Okay. Okay, see, see you in the main room. room. like popcorn. <clears throat> Dan, we'll connect about that. Dan, we'll connect about that. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome back. Any sharing about your what you noticed for yourself or other people? Any any sharing about that whole thing? I I want to share about my not elegance. <laughs> I feel so when you know, like in this okay, seven minutes. It's like okay. And I come into this the place of really being so not elegant with that. And so I cannot go straight away and be precise, be like smooth. Yeah, this is my fairy. Ana Norambuena. Three seconds is a huge amount of time. And as a mage, you can occupy those three seconds with immense diversity of possibilities. 
And if you contaminate those three seconds with the story, something like, I don't have enough time, or that's not enough time, or this is impossible. The stories, those stories will contaminate, it will, it will sabotage your mage work. And I think you know what I'm talking about. So the, your, your work would be to not permit those stories, you know, have your story detector more on and mm. don't let yourself be sucked into your own story world because it disempowers you as a mage. Does that make any sense? Yes, and this is this this is the story. The story. This is not possible in three seconds. This is exactly the story that I that comes up in this moment. This is not possible. Yeah, this is not possible. Yeah, yeah. So that came from somewhere. For me, this is not possible for me. Right. Like I have that seen came... you doing that. Yeah. Yes. So that story comes from somewhere. So that's a gateway to an emotional healing process. Mm -hmm. That is a gateway. That little story is a gateway. You put, you planted it in yourself to save your life somehow. So you yeah. can follow it back. That is a gateway. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. And Hannah, somebody else had their hand up. Vera. Oh, Vera. There was... The sharing that I want to have is starts when Devin and I were traveling and we, we traveled in crazy hours for like crazy hours in the in dawn. And at some point I sat down in a, in a restaurant and I said to Devin, I, I think I can, I, I'm too tired. My story that I have right now is that I'm too tired to do radical relating to you. And, and Devin asked, why and so when he asked this question why i lowered my numbness bar and then i realized that it wasn't actually more tiring to do radical relating it was the opposite there was something in, i had this assumption that having my automatic box mechanisms running would be less tiring because they're automatic and actually it was less tiring to be where I am. Even saying I'm too tired to, I have this assumption was less tiring than pretending to have a conversation or to do this. And so right now when I, I was the facilitator and Devin was the client, there was this three seconds moment of, I need to, I need to put something on. And I noticed that, that tiring tension. And so I slowed down and then in, in those three seconds, it was possible to, oh, this is where I am and this is where you are. You're not, I'm not gonna do a pitch. And, and it, it, it relieved a lot of inner tension and flow. And I didn't even stutter connecting, which was a, an issue last time. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. That's almost worth an article. You know, the difference between how much energy it takes to run the show compared to radical relating. I think I think almost anybody could relate to that. I think it would be really a useful experiment for people to try. And the story. Thank you. 
yeah, that story that it's somehow harder or or like yeah. I, I can't go into that right now. It's just so crazy. It because it it goes by itself. Radical yeah. relating goes by itself. <laughs> it's self-powered, runs on its own juice. <laughs> Thank you. Was somebody else sharing something about that work that we just did? Jeremy, go ahead. Yeah, I have something that um, I was surprised about is, um, and Chloe was um, uh, my client and, and I was trying to make proposals to her and just the way I reacted to when she uh, declined my proposal. Yeah, she could see uh, or you know, Clay saw how this is probably affecting our game world now, and so this this bridge immediately, like this little reaction of how people react to my proposals, and I I would disagree or have start actually a box war instead of going into to looking for other ways and and um, and um, keep, keeping the conversation going, like getting them excited in other ways instead of disagreeing and, and starting a box war. Uh, that's that's really a big click, and I, I see a lot of truth in that. Like this is, this is hurting my game world now. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I got I got two really big keys. One was to show that I need to show up for my game world. I really need to make it big big enough so really show up with that and not try to figure out what the other needs now but really stand in my game world and the other one was this key from clinton to to say yes and when their box comes to be a yes to that and to name it and to to be also excited about that they're putting that on the table right now so yes and what about like how it's fantastic that you're showing me this blockage now like that you're going into argument with me instead of hearing me like letting really in what i'm saying so meeting them there and then not withdraw and say okay well your box doesn't want to hear me so i'm just gonna go quiet now that was really valuable i mean clinton came into a group and it relates to what you were saying julia is um to create to create the value in the moment create the value in the moment instead of thinking I'm going to invite you to the value later or to a work talk or to a program or whatever is, you know, if you're doing possibility mediation, Julia, then you, then you start immediately doing possibility mediation with the resistance. And, and then at the end, you can have this meta conversation saying, this is how possibility mediation goes. And you've made value just, just right away. And then you can say, and you can, and you can learn this, you know, because the point here was to invite them so that into your game world, so that they they gain value or they um, are more value in the world. And it and it's like, okay, you you can really learn this, and and this would be so valuable for your relationship or your your own game world or yeah. Julie. Julie was coaching me um, and I'm a teacher and I felt very angry actually about how I engage, like putting myself on a teacher position and I, I don't want to do that. It's like this 
I don't want to, this is like mechanical in somehow, in some level. And I don't know yet how to, to jump in without being on a teacher way. So, so, but this is, this bothered me a lot. I don't want to be on a professor, professor, professor status, sex. Uh, Vicente, I think a good exercise for you would be to uh, be the professor 150%, uh, like go in, in a possibility team or in a session, like really stand on top of the chair. You know, you have your, this is how it goes. I know better and do this for 20 minutes or so. Really amplify the behaviors and then you become enough well aware of it to have a different choice. I think because when you were telling us that you did not want to do it, I was listening behind at the other voice that says, oh yes, I do want to do it. Who am I if I'm not doing this? So that voice is still in there probably. And so you need to bring it, you can bring it out in, in front and amplify it and look ridiculous. I am the teacher, you do what I say, I know everything, I know all the answers, you must know what I know, I will teach you, you pay me, like all of this. <clears throat> will you do it? Yes. Okay, can I tell the other story? Mm -hmm. So I, I came into a group with Vicente and, and Matthew who, and uh, Vicente was talking about carrot leaves. And that if, if Matthew would just go home somewhere and get some leaves from carrots and do something with them, he would have some experience. And, and I said, do it now. And, and so what we figured out to do is Vicente can use his clicker and make the essence of the carrot leaves into a, an energetic tonic. And he handed this bottle through the computer right over to Matthew and Matthew took it. And then Matthew could take two drops, put the drops from this energetic tonic on his hand, in his car, way over there, rub his hands together, and he could start feeling his whole experience, his shoulders relaxed, his being got kind of took up more space, he could feel these things happening. So I just think there's a lot of potential in this, especially for homeopathic guys, and wizards, and mages, and healers of all sorts to make use of the energetic qualities that can actually work through our connection. You know, it's not working through the computer. It's working through the actual energetic connection, but there's huge healing agencies that can be handed over energetically and applied energetically. And so that would be, it's a, a cool thing. We'd, I thought it was cool. Thank you, Clinton. Yeah. Julie, go ahead. Yeah, um, I find it difficult to do because I have so much fear to speak about my game world because I have the story that I don't know my game world enough, that I don't know enough details, that it's not yet developed enough. And so, so I find it's very challenging to speak about it. And for example, to a stranger, that's a good exercise. And what I noticed also is that after like trying to dive into it and to explain to it, I like the idea of the image of the lifeboat, like then how would the lifeboat really look like? And after a moment, it's like if I 
start to listen to myself from the outside and I oh but in fact these ideas they are like they look really nice like it helps me to discover what it is about or to I don't know the word was like it helps me to remember what it is and um and then more ideas or more details come in when I speak about it. So after I could also feel some joy after going through the fear. That was nice. Yeah. Hey, Julie, may I ask you a question? Yes. Where is your game world? In Switzerland. <laughs> I'm going to ask you the question again. Yes, here. Where is your game world? In the moment, here and now. Yeah, but where is it? You ask me where am I right now? No, I want to know where your game world is. It's inside of me. Okay. Yes. It's a very different answer than it's in Switzerland. Yes. I know it's like a paper. I try to unfold it from the inside of me and I start to see little image piece by piece. Well, if you look at the person across from you and let the game world speak to them, uh -huh. you don't have to do anything. The game world will talk to them. It will explain what they don't understand. It will open a door. It will make an invitation. It will connect. Let your game world speak. Uh -huh. And it's already there. You are it's in you already. You don't have to figure it out. You just, but it helps, like you said, you felt it now, how useful it is to tell people, right? Because each person you tell, it comes out differently. And then you learn more what it is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Thank you. Thank you. <clears throat> Dan. That's, that, that's exactly Susanna what I thought. Susanna, go ahead, Susanna, and then Dan. Oh, sorry. Uh, that's exactly what I, I realized that I didn't, I started with that I didn't really know what my game world is. And then it, it, it unfolded a, a very nice idea I didn't have before. It just unfolded. And the idea, and it's about, I always thought about creating game worlds would be, uh, supporting others to create game worlds would be my job. And now it's about communication. It's, it's really about communication between game worlds. And this is new for me. Just unfold it right now. Yeah, thank you. Nicholas is talking about that too. It was one of his main questions, you know, in terms of deepening the, <clears throat> deepening the context of the game world. It was, it was, how does my game world communicate with other game worlds. But you could have a whole game, go ahead. But you, you could have a whole game world that is about providing service for game worlds to communicate with each other, which what I heard you say, Susanna. So. Yeah. You know, where there's a an analogy that's actually true, which is <clears throat> On the earth, I think Aunt Chloe, you mentioned this last time a little. On the earth, people think they cannot develop a new country because all the land already is occupied 
and quote unquote owned by already existing countries. So there is no more land. I have no more space. I cannot have a country. And so in reality, uh, a country is a game world. And in reality, the, the space that the game world occupies is unlimited there because it is not limited to the number of square kilometers available on planet Earth. There's an unlimited game world space to build out your game world into. And so this, the, if you get that, it's such a liberating sensation to that you, you can build out new game world space in any direction. So that, and so this, what you just did then is you build out a new game world space for supporting game worlds for interconnecting with each other. And that, you know, people can sell insurance or people can sell shoes. You know, there's all these already existing game worlds, but the game world of facilitating interconnection between game worlds in, and collaboration between game worlds is, is the way you're saying it is new game world space. So you could keep building that out. That thing can get huge. And there's nothing, there is no resistance to that at all. And so and you, the, only, the only limitation is your ability to hold that space. And that's what we're practicing here. We keep asking, practicing how to hold space for your game world and communicate that and connect with the others. So the, the next thing that we're going to do is- Wait, wait, wait. I, what about Dan? I want to hear about Dan. Right. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, just this has been a rich few minutes. All these realizations have been falling out. The thing I was grateful to Vera and Devon for was I realized that you know that my game world is like this uh, chest of treasure, and I'm just so non-evangelical about it. Like I, I keep the thing shut, or or I make little remarks, which is just to fucking open the chest. You know, it's full of gold. And it's me and I love it, you know, and it's there. So that was that was big. And that's that's created some things that are happening already. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Anna Maria, just say will you say something? Yes. I experienced what Dan mentioned now, the, the chest of treasure being open. Um, Suzanne and Divyanshu were very skilled in invoking that part of myself and um, providing the space for it to, to appear. So it was, um, it was new also for me to, to, to be in that kind of space and to see what, what emerged. Thank you. Somehow, I want to share. I don't know how to how, how to really say this, but really every exercise that we do and every practice or every offers for experiments, like Vicent, you know, Vicent to 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 be this professor at one hundred and fifty percent, is to the the offer would be from my side to really bring it into your game world, into your team, and have team meetings that are not about logistics. That are not about logistics. And, I'm going to meet you, Jeremy. 
and that are not about, uh, in a way, deepening the game world in terms of the questions that we were distilling in the first part, but it's to, it's to practice. It's to practice being human. It's to practice being alive, being connected, being vulnerable in, in all, all different ways. And, and there's literally 500 websites with experiments for you to, to choose. And there's about, whatever, 20 experiments per website. So that's about uh, a, a thousand experiment that you can choose from to bring them into your game world and, and really play around. And, and that, I think that is also part of deepening the context because what Clinton mentioned about this, you know, the, the size or the quality or the depth of your game world really depends on how much you can hold space for. So as the space holder, you are the, the bottleneck into which the forces, you know, bright principles, the forces of nature can come and feed uh, your game world. And what we, call, what, what we call this is restricting sphincters. So you are a restricting sphincter to, through which the forces of the universe pass through you. And the, the point is to, for you to expand this sphincter for more forces to come through. And the way to do this is yes, to go through emotional healing processes and initiation, but also to just do these practices, do experiments, do centering exercises, do, uh, what any of the exercises that we've done here to practice together and that expands basically it's your box it's a, your box in your gremlin the, those restricting sphincters and and, it, and that's how you can bring more more energy more energy into your game world so so have these is there anybody yeah is there anybody not understanding the word restricting sphincter anybody not understand it it is this these are muscles we have certain muscles in our body go like this it's a schlissel you know, there's a tube going and it can go like this and it closes and it stays shut so your butthole is one of those things but you have more of them and so that's actually cutting off you know your your beliefs your attitudes your expectations your assumptions your conclusions your thought where your your pain your old decisions your all of that stuff makes your sphincter closer and closer and closer. And finally, hardly anything can get through. And this is not reality. In reality, there's immense resources. The only thing that's stopping the resources is the reactivity, the, the, the conclusions, the, your survival strategy. This is what closes it down. And that's why the emotional healing process are so valuable to just you know, open this up again and let, let this huge amount of flow come through your game world so it can feed the people that's in your circle. And that there's nobody really who can re heal, can relax the restricting sphincter but you. There's nothing out there that can do that. It's only you. You're the one making it tight. You're the one, and it's unconsciously tight. It's a tight from reflex. So you can learn to, to consciously, you can go through these processes stepwise until it's vast, until you can actually get free access to all this stuff when you're not surviving anymore, when you're not doing the survival thing. And so that's, that's what restricting sphincter means. And Chloe, you're on. 
you're gonna you're gonna go for it. So yes, yes. Okay, we have a few a little bit of time to do this. We'd like you to share about this. Uh, this is a fourth meeting. We're having a status report of your game world. So you're going to be in groups of three. You're talking to two people, and you say, "Really, this is the radical relating thing." Like, what is, where are you right now? How's it going? What are you actually, how's your website? How's your, how many people are in your circle? When is your next newsletter coming out? What, what new products are you offering and services? How are you, how are you, your resources moving? What's in, and mostly what's in the way? What is your next step? This is where you're coming to. Is what is your next step? What is in the way? What's your next emotional healing process? Where's the block? What's the, what's the thing slowing you down? You know, are you hanging out in your head and you're thinking all this stuff, but nothing's showing up in, in your world? Are you, you know, do the, are these unconscious fears, you know, just shutting down your, your sphincter and you, nobody's talking to you, your phone doesn't ring? You know, no, where are your clients? You know, like all these things, there's so many. So try to, Put it on the table. You've got a couple minutes to put it on the table. And the two other people in real time, don't wait. If you get an idea, say it right away. Like, what about this? What about that? Here, this looks like a block to me. Try this, you know, do this process, you know, make, do this experiment, do this practice. And so that by the end of the like 10 minutes or so that uh, the person has their next step, a couple of experiments to try. Okay. All right. We're ready. I, so I would do it about, yeah, six, about six minutes per person or something close to that. Yeah. If they okay. tell you an experiment or tell you an emotional block, write it down in your beat book or your box will forget. If you don't write it down, you will not remember this stuff. So write it down what they say. Good. Thank you. Hello. You're running the recorder? Yeah. Okay, so what if you drop in a different worlds and see what people are saying and I'll do the same. I'm gonna drop it into your world right now. The recorder? Yeah. Thing? So I'm gonna come gonna follow you. me or... Okay, okay. here we go. Room five. Okay. Donde es Jeremy? Yeah. Okay, Julie, yeah. you hold on. You got you got a crowd. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so, um, my next step for my game world is, as of very concretely, is to contact uh, architect to go to check the place with me to help me to get aware of what is the reality of this house and to help me get an idea of a concrete price to propose to buy the place. 
What sort yes. of house is this? What sort of house? What's it for? Sorry, I didn't hear. What is it for? What is it for? The house. So it's to uh, welcome in each room a project of an artist. And I want to, yeah, I want to know what's the reality of this house. Like, will I have bad surprises with, so it's very, very practical and logistic. And as a, it's a domain where I don't have a knowledge, I want to have a point of view of a professional. So that's a very good step. What is the name of the house? Uh, it's called La Pastorale. Yeah. And the subtitle? You should change it. I thought, because that's a Catholic name. Yeah. And there is something I find beautiful about this name also. Okay. I don't know yet. Because pastoral can be like a, a poetic or mus musical or liter literary piece of art. Okay. What is the subtitle? Yeah. Uh, uh, it's, there was a name that came, it's Universalis. What does that mean? Um, not long enough. It needs to be a place for da 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 da. Okay. It is. But that would not be the name of the game world. Uh -huh. Is that the name of the game world, Julie? I thought it was the uh, Hope ha Dream House or... Ah, uh, the soul house. The I soul mentioned. house. Yes. But still, that doesn't say what what the name should say. What it is. Okay. So what is what is it? A place for what? A so, safe place, a transformational place, a, a healing place, a supportive place. What is it? It's a place for incarnation embodiment, full embodiment and expression of the soul. And it's a place for learning and transformation. And yeah, it's a place for creation. In fact, that would be the first word. It's a place for how creation. Much, how much does it cost to go there? Um, I don't know yet. Just before the teachers. Just before that, I would say also call Gunnar if he can do a a by a distance uh, check on the energy of the place. Yeah, I can do that. Yeah. You know Gunnar. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know Gunnar. I got it checked already by another geomant, but I can double check it with someone with Gunnar also. Yeah, he's mm -hmm. good at this. But who who are the teachers and space holders? In the moment, I'm alone. I feel so much fear to say this. So you're an alchemist. Also, I don't know what you say with alchemist, but I take the materia and I shape things with it. And the materia come from like, I don't We're know. We're not talking about materia. We're talking about people. Mm -hmm. So you, you transform people.
yes, by transforming the space in which they walk into. Doesn't work like that. Uh -huh. So I would encourage you to check that out more. Okay. Yeah, I don't really have a, like, there's a website called Become a Trainer. Mm -hmm. Become a Trainer. And it, it's got, it has some information on there about what I'm talking about. Okay. Become a trainer.mystrikingly.com. Mm -hmm. I mean, if it's a place for creation, it's it's either it's gonna be a an art gallery. So you have artists that are already artists who come in who put their art and then it's an art gallery. And it didn't seem like that's what you were creating. No. No, that's not an art gallery. It's not an art that has a goal or a purpose or something like this. It's more like to open the space so that what wants to be there can be expressed into the world. What is like... Okay, but people... Air gives, gets visible. And... But people yeah. have so much block towards creation. And that's what you'll be facing as an alchemist. That that would you you would be that catalyst for transformation where the creation can is possible, but but I think you know this even inside of yourself the the the, the blocks towards creation. creation. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I know this. Yeah, and yeah, the image is that the people who come there they, to become like a community of creators or artists where we really push each other to go beyond, beyond these limits, these blockages about creating. What is the context you will use for that? Um, Here's the thing. Yes. If you do not have a clear context, then what you will create is a hippie artist drop-in joint. Mm -hmm. Hippie artist drop-in place. And everybody who has whatever or something, they can't get a job or they can't, they think they're an artist, they have something to express, they come in there, nobody does the dishes, nobody pays the rent. People do not plant the vegetables or pull the weeds. You know, they do, they're hanging around because they're not initiated or healed enough to create a context of creation. Mm -hmm. They have a context of survival and the survival mechanisms are, are not, they're unconscious. And so, I, I mean, I hear you thinking about creating a conscious creation space, but for that you need a, a context that's clear and powerful enough for that to happen so that when somebody comes into your center, they do not take over the center with their unconsciousness. Mm -hmm. That your center takes them over with its clarity and possibility and transformation. It puts them in a deep liquid state, causes, it causes evolution, that, this, that your context, it's not the rooms and the color of the paint on the walls, it doesn't, it's not gonna do anything really what really does it is the context of the space will cause it will refuse to allow you know child ego state adult parent ego state gremlin ego state demon ego state it will just refuse 
the context will say, no, this is an adult ego state space accessing archetypal, and this is transformation. This is transformational. And if, and then you, it will reject far more people than it will allow. But if you do not have a context that's that powerful, I'm not sure what you're trying to create. Mm -hmm. I mean, if, if, if you have a clear context, then, then it would be a form of a bridge house that you're building for people to, to heal and get initiated and move into adulthood into um, you know, using creation as one of its bright principles. I'm going to bounce somewhere else. You can I'll track call you. I'll follow okay. you. Okay. See you later in a while. Okay. Jeremy, you're on. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Okay. I'm feeling angry because I just got disconnected for a long time and my Wi Fi is not good. Um, I don't know what we're doing. So could you please fill me in? How is it possible that you do that alone? Where's the team that like, you could get together, like do a website creation weekend? So everybody come together, sit together, and you can have the oversight and everybody, like you, you give the impulses and then people can write up and it's like, it's done in a, in a weekend, in two days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, and the the writing thing is like my I I don't know how to write. It's like um, you know I I don't. It's like learning again to write also, and and I don't know how to put this like also by myself now. Yeah, how to put this what is internally here into words that that transport also the energetic space, the mimetic of what is alive. And so these doors, these opening these doors. There's an experiment to try. Okay, you, you feel into this and you let it write a paragraph. <laughs> so the paragraph would be, I don't know, a quarter of a page, a half a page, it writes the thing. And then you go to, to your next space and whoever it is, a client, doesn't matter. And you say, look, I'm going to read you. I'm going to read this to you. And, and then it will be valuable because, you know, it's an important thing. <clears throat> you read it to them. You read it into the space. And you will feel how each word lands in the space in their five bodies. You will feel it. And you can tell the timing of the phrases from reading it out loud if it works or not. And you will just correct it. You just cross it out, correct it. You do it right there, correct it again, do it again, read it two or three times, go thank you. And then you read the same thing to someone else. And then, then, then write the next paragraph and just keep going like that. The space will teach you. Go ahead and play. I have uh, two experiments. One is to record, like to have a space where you talk about that, that thing speaks and you record it and then you transcribe it. And then there'll already be words and sentences and they won't be really finished because you speak very differently than you would write, but you have a, a, you have a frame 
and then you can it's more of a polishing work and you can do what what clinton uh was talking about but this speaking into a space and then transcribing has been working really well for me mm -hmm. and another way you can in the other experiment is in terms of but this would be a bigger healing process for writing in general for you not just for the website is you can join Derek Jensen's writing class, Derek Jensen. And, and for me, it's been such a healing to be around writers who we, we're all struggling and then we read our stuff out loud and we get really oh. great feedback and coaching. And it, it, was, it was really a big healing process for me. And oh, just yeah. another, one other little thing you can, um, instead of speaking into a microphone, and then and then documenting it, transcribing it. Um, tell somebody, like sit across from somebody, and you tell them, and they write it down. And then mm. and they can ask you a couple questions. You know, right? What do you mean by that? Or how how to say more about this? Like that. Go ahead, Christina. And while you do that, uh, just move, like walk, uh, go. I don't know, dance, whatever comes and speak while you do that and let the questions move you. This way you can wash the dishes and write a book at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Vacuum the house, <laughs> write your website at the same time. I just have somebody follow around and writing down what you say. Okay, we're, Clinton, we're moving on. Okay, okay. Go. thank you. You're taking mm -hmm. me with you. Let's go to room one. Voila. Room two, room two, room two. Oh, one to waste there. Careful what we're saying now. <laughs> Recorded. Okay, Clara, it's your turn. Start. Okay. I got lucky. <laughs> oh no, no, the big brother is coming too. Them. Oh man. <laughs> no, go, go, go. Don't. Exactly my point today. Okay. <laughs> so, um, my game world, which I'm building up, is a combination of building up my own game world and what, what I want to um, get strong with in the world and a mixture with what I want to do with Anna, uh, with Hannah and Chloe. And um, at the moment it's um, mostly about um, body work and how I can work with, with what I know already about inner work and what I know already about body work, like massaging or dancing, and how I can connect those two things. And then the very difficult thing to bring it to the people. <laughs> like to... Um, can I interrupt you? Difficult doesn't exist. Difficult is a concept. Uh -huh. So get rid of that concept. It doesn't exist. It's a story. It's not even a valuable story. You look for people. That's all you do, right? Yeah. Okay. Good. Go. Cool. But there, there might be, there might be a, a feeling or an emotion about. Mm. 
Yeah, what I just noticed was like, okay, actually, I know a lot of people that want to do this. And they tell, keep telling me, I want to do this, I want to do this. And then I give a proposal and then just a few people answers. Like, and like, I could go yeah. for, for asking them again, like, uh, do you want to take part? Do you want to take part? But uh, do you want to say something? <laughs> okay. The place from which you're making your offering is again and again a place where you are holding yourself so small, like you're not acknowledging the value of your offer, of what you're bringing of. And so obviously the resonance is a bit low. That, that's what's always again and again there. Like you don't recognize the value of your gift. Look, Anne Chloe and Lee Kumar and me, our offer, transforms the world, okay? And we are just clear about that. It is so obvious. And so it is not bullshit, we can prove it. And so I think you also have an offer like that, but you do not, you do not know it yet. You do not believe it yet. So Chloe, how can she, how can she get this? Well, we have a meeting about that tomorrow together. How can she get it now? Now. <laughs> now. Well, tell us what turns you on about the work you do. What happens in your cells when you are giving your gift? What flows through your hands? And, and I would say, and, and what happens for others? Not just what happens in you, but what happens in others when you really are in that flow? I notice that I have such a gift, just being a human with a body. And I always wonder when I'm with people, why nobody is uh, giving this gift to another person by like um, having, having body contact. What happens there? It makes, um, it gives you so much of um, I, I have the feeling it gives the, the humans what they really uh, seek for in, in everyday life like I do so much stuff just to get love and on this uh, very simple body language I can get this without doing all the stories around and I want to create spaces where um, it becomes more common to give each other this present and to open up this, um, this door of getting into contact and really feel what it makes to feel how somebody really feels you by body language. I know you're speaking in English and perhaps in, what's your mother tongue, German? Yeah, German. So learn the words in English. You're missing 50 words. Maybe you have to invent them. Sometimes in possibility management, we have to use, we have to invent words. So 
so write, make a dictionary to how to speak about what you're talking about. English does not have, German specifically does not have those words. So make a dictionary of words that you can use and memorize it. We have a whole dictionary online. It's called the Distinctionary. Have you seen that? No, I haven't. Well, look at it. It's called the to, Distinctionary. Uh, to, it's to express the stuff that I... Uh, you don't have the vocabulary, so you can't yeah. even say what you're trying to say. So we're lost. So you need to mem make 50 words to use that you can... And look at the Distinctionary. You did not even write it down, so I don't know how you will find it, but it's called Distinctionary. And we had to do that. There's a couple hundred words on there we had to use specifically for possibility management. Without that, we could not talk about it. And after that, we have a whole new Maybe universe. Maybe like a dictionary, really like explaining what it is. It's not just saying the word and put a few words. No, how does it look like? How is it when, when you do exactly what the word means? And, and that's, that's the basis for your website, for the website of your work. And then you can give it a name because it, it seems like you're inspired by different contexts, but you have your own thing, like you're building your own thing. So you need to give it a name so people can talk about it. You know, say, I'm, I'm going into that space. And you, and you, yeah, so like- And you need to read a book. You need to read a book about how the body works how the body and the mind work together. If you do body work, you change the person's way of thinking. And that's important for you to know and make that as an additional value to your business. Sorry for interrupting you, Anjali, but we only have no, three more seconds. No problem. And by the way, Anjali, you're a good Thank you. Oh. Okay, we have a few more minutes. Does anybody need to ask what emotional healing process? Yes. I do. I, <laughs> Go. Is someone available to hold space for me for an emotional healing process? Can you say a few words, just a sentence about? Yeah, it's about people expressing interest in working with me and me having this thing where I'm like, uh, hell no, like uh, get away or something, like not wanting to own that. Great. Who would hold space for That's Devin? So you have. I would like to witness. Well, Anna Elizabeth. Yeah. Not Lee Kumar. Lee Kumar <laughs> is shaking, shaking his, his head. head. <laughs> so Vincent is a witness. Anna Elizabeth, are you a witness or space holder? What? Are you a space holder or a witness for Devin? Uh, I will do either uh, according to how, how Devin would like. Space holder. Space then. holder. Yeah. Thank you. I can be a somewhere in between, or like a what? If that's a thing, yeah, like a secondary space. Thrown in the mix. Thank you. Cool. Thank you. There was other hands up. Chloe. Chloe. Yes, um, I want to ask for someone to hold space for me this week for an emotional healing process around. Um, it's about this um, this sensation of helplessness when it's about um, 
lending my my game world for people who have never heard of it, like feeling stuck there. Um, Great. Anybody would hold space for Chloe? I I can, but it would be ne next week. That's for me. Thank you, Matthew. And Nikumar also offered. Yeah, but I can't do it before Thursday. So Thursday would be the earliest day for me next week, unfortunately. Thank you. I will contact you both. Great. Thank you, Chloe. And Elizabeth. I have a request. Uh, yes, for emotional healing process that has already started. It's about a decision that I had made that keeps me locked into the idea of isolation and despair. And it's about the mixing of, uh, of fear and sadness. Anybody hold space for Anne Elizabeth? Hannah and Matthew. Okay. Cool. Thank you. Thank you, Anne Elizabeth. Anybody else? Anna Maria. I need to address that the sphincter that was mentioned before, and it relates to a um, the experience of being rejected and how I close up when the offers I make are not welcome. So if anyone is uh, willing to hold space for me in that process. And you have Hannah. Yeah. Great. And Jeremy. Are you holding, you're asking for emotional healing process or are you holding space you want to be with? Holding space. Great, great. And I, I would ask you to please, again, post the link, whoever has the link to post the link in the group. So if people want to witness or join in, um, sort of at last minute, they, that they can. I have, Dan. I have an invitation. Okay. Wait, Dan first, and then uh, Sarah, and then Anne Elizabeth. Yes. Thank you. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to ask for an emotional healing process with um, somebody to hold space for me. I've tapped into a, a really big bundle of numb emotions all mixed up and stuff, and I, that's my next step. That's what's in front of me, and I'd love some support to to move in, move in there. Great, thank you, yeah. Richard. Richard. Thank you. Great. Thank you. And so who was next? Clara. I would uh, like to have an emotional healing process about when I'm with people that I project no more than me, then I turn into a little child, a little girl, and how to get back my center in this situation. Would somebody uh, support me? 
emotional healing process. You get Christine. Christine would hold space for you. And just I want to add that there's a, an emotional healing process group. A number of you are already in there. And I'll post a link in the, the Game World Builder. So if there's a process that comes up, you can also ask in that group. There's about 100 people um, with more or less experience. But that's another place where you can ask. Great. And Elizabeth. Yeah, I have invitation that uh, on Wednesdays at uh, 9 a.m. Eastern time, United States, New York time. Uh, Wednesdays at 9 a.m. We have EHP Dojo that's already uh, established and people can come in and, uh, and do that. Contact me if you'd like that. And I commit to take a stand for uh, creating an EHP Dojo. I will hold space for an EHP Dojo space for this group. And by the end of the day, I will post three times, uh, make a poll for three times that I'm willing to do it. And then I'll choose. Thank you. Cool. Anything else? Anything else from anybody else? Okay. Thank you. Thank you for I, I want to say one little thing, which is this stuff happens with baby steps. So don't don't think you should be taking some huge, you know, that you're you're not getting it if you think there's some huge step that should be happening. It's not every little thing. And just keep doing these little things. Just make it, you know, kind of schnoodle your way around doing little things that move generally in. And like I like to do, like I like to eat breakfast, and, and in my mind I'm building my game world because if I didn't eat breakfast I would die of starvation or something, you know. So I'm eating my breakfast to serve the game world. I'm getting dressed, brushing my teeth to serve the game world, and I'm washing the dishes to serve the game world. Like let let your let your life build up like that and these little baby steps really add up so don't just i wanted to throw that out there thank you thank you okay. thank Bye. you see you guys okay Thanks for being here thank okay. you Bye. stay in touch in the telegram group if you need anything bye thank you yes. bye thank you bye bye bye, bye.